You can lose your money, you can spend it all. And if you work hard, you get it all back. But if you waste your time, you're never going to get it back. Without a battle. Welcome, Welcome to the Post Credit Pursuit. <laughs> You should have kept going. I know. Why did <laughs> I should have kept going. It would have been perfect. I know. It would have been so <laughs> cinematic. Man, I ruined it. Uh, what a perfect intro. Take two. Uh, no. Slandered by me. Hey, but that's comedy. It's comedy. <laughs> Pretty funny, honestly. It's all about timing. It is all about timing. And thankfully, we almost had it. Almost had it. Uh, and almost comedy is better than no comedy, I guess. That's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, geez. Um, I, I look forward to this, uh, what we're going to talk about today, this episode, but I, uh, I think it would do us pretty good to start off by saying this, we're, I mean, we're not going to, this isn't one of those, you know, like, oh, you can't, you can't make fun of anything anymore. This is not one of those shows. Uh, this is clearly going to be just a um kind of a dissection of uh i guess the way comedies have changed the the way we perceive comedy the way comedy is written in insofar as like the the medium of film or tv because uh, it's changed a lot yeah and I, i'm just going to be honest if you're one of the people who uh says can't make fun of anything anymore please look inward yeah it's it's you, you might be part of the the problem there because I and that's one of the first notes that I wrote when I was thinking about uh, what to talk about today was I, I think a lot of things can be joked about, but I don't yeah. think that necessarily means that they should be. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into this, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Just 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 be be forewarned that this won't necessarily be like a heavy topic, but yeah, it, it's 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 never fun to to talk about why some what makes something funny. You know, comedies. Yeah. The fun is not about uh, asking why; it's it's about experiencing it. So I, I get that this might be a little bit maybe dense, but yeah. and and I guess it would also go without saying that we'll probably be talking about subject matter that a lot of people think shouldn't be joked about. But I mean, that's the point of the episode. Uh, yeah. So be forewarned about that. I guess we might be talking about some some touchy subjects coming up, but. Uh, just just know that we're we're trying to have a thought provoking, like successful discussion about yeah why the heck things make us laugh. Yeah, and I don't think anything that we're going to talk about today is going to be like I don't necessarily. I don't, I don't so think either. we're going to be closed minded. I think we're both pretty open to yeah, I think so to other viewpoints on absolutely, especially since I, I feel like I've matured in my viewing of of comedy. Yeah. I think. I definitely think I have a better sense of humor now than I did when I was a teenager. Yeah, and if uh, another, there's going to be a lot of like uh, warnings. If if you're someone who has the same like sense of humor, and you're like you know older than twenty, and it's the same as you were fourteen, look inward. <laughs> look please, inward. look inward. Make a sticker. Yeah. Says, look inward. Look inward, please. <laughs> Pursue your inner peace. Yes, because I think everybody you know, should 
especially when you're a teenager, you you push the limits on what's funny and what's not. And well, I think that's where you find the line. I feel yeah. like a lot of a lot of people do. Some people never find it. Yeah, it's it's I will look back at some of the things I used to watch, like YouTube. Yeah, and it just makes me cringe. Yeah, the stuff that I used to think was super super hilarious, I just do not find funny anymore. Some of it I still do. Some of it has also grown with me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I've not outgrown some things, but. A lot of that I feel like I have. And that's not to that that's not saying anything bad about that content now. Uh it's just like Star Wars, you know, it that Star Wars grows or uh, you, you can outgrow Star Wars. That's Freddie Prince Jr. has that uh viral uh rant he goes on about he, he he's pretty much just like laying down the law yeah. on grown men crying about <laughs> Star Wars now. And I am a grown man who cried about Star Wars. I, I didn't particularly like these newer movies that well, but uh, these are he's he's particularly he's attacking the particular set of of, of people who uh, are just mad that the Millennium Falcon belongs to a girl. Yeah, kind of. You know what I mean? Like those yeah. those. That's what he's like. You're just mad that uh, Han Solo gave the Falcon to a girl, and like I was like, well. I, I do know there's a lot of yeah. people who, you know, that's probably a lot of the subconscious. Yeah, those people are. But I mean, same, same, probably the same type of people that are like, you can't make fun of anything anymore. <laughs> so, I mean, what what do you think are some, when, when we talk about a comedy movie, because this is something that I, I thought I was going to struggle with because I, I listed out some, some comedies that I like. I don't know if I have a favorite comedy. I like comedies, but when I was thinking of, okay, this will be easy. What are some favorite comedies? I, I was looking through my shelf to see. I don't really own that yeah. many comedies. I don't. And I mean, when I think of a comedy movie, I think of something like Anchorman, Billy Madison or something like that. Like a, yeah. a, a heavy comedic lead that's, it's strictly marketed to be a comedy movie. Laugh. Exactly. But, you could take any Disney movie that's not marketed as a comedy. Yeah. You know, and and like there's a lot of funny parts in it. So, I mean, there's a lot of movies that I feel like I could consider a comedy. Yeah. And I mean, maybe that's how it's actually supposed to be un like under the umbrella of com umbrella of comedy. Excuse me. There is just a plethora of yeah choices. So, I guess um, that would lead into kind of my first question. Like, what's what's something in the past, you know... Have you watched anything in the past week that's been like a comedy? I haven't really been watching a whole lot. Mm. Uh, Jordan's been watching a lot of Lost. I've already watched Lost, which I think she has too. She's rewatching it. So, I mean, there's funny parts in it, but it's yeah. not a comedy. Yeah, that's kind uh, of where I'm at. Like, I've watched, I've watched Stranger Things, and like that's that's got a lot of comedy in yeah. it. But like, I wouldn't, it's not a comedy. For sure. And I think... For me, it's like, um, I don't really like just straight up comedies. And see, Jordan is the same way. We we have this kind of discussion a lot. And I mean, I, I like comedies. I don't jump at the bit to go see the newest one. Oh, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of what uh, I meant. I'm not like... There's there's a lot of them that come out around the same times. that And it, and it feels just like the same movie wearing a different skin a yeah. lot of the times. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these big comedy actors, I feel like they play the same roles in all these movies, which I mean, 
if it works, it works. We're still going and seeing them and, you know, paying yeah. the bills, paying, paying their bills. So I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, I do like comedies and there's like a few that I enjoy, but like most of the comedy that I enjoy is like in something that yeah is any other genre. And I, I also feel like I definitely prefer comedic television over comedic yeah. film. Because I, I have a lot of more TV shows that I could tell you that are strict comedies that I yeah. really, really enjoy uh, right off the bat. And I'd kind of have to think for about a few movies. Yeah, same. I Again, with the only the only real movie that I just like really, really enjoy that's like pretty much a straight comedy is Without a Paddle. And I, I really like Without a Paddle. I think it's a great comedy. And that's we, we can use that as an example here later, too, because there's a joke in it that um i feel like hasn't aged well and it's just one of those sign of the times kind of yeah, jokes think, from those movies yeah i think there's definitely a couple in that one for sure uh yeah there there's definitely more than more than one uh but, but yeah we can use that as an example as well yeah the, I, one one of the main reasons we wanted to talk about this this week if you listen to the last episode we kind of talked about the where where the line falls in comedy yeah and uh i I mentioned the we talked about will brought up uh the pilot for it's always sunny yeah we brought that up on uh, what's your oh yeah that was what's your theory my bad my bad they're running together on me uh if you've listened to the last episode of what's your theory you'll know this story then um yeah have you watched any more of it's always sunny we've watched the first three episodes i think okay cool And so, I also listened to the the podcast about the did you first okay episode. yeah me and, too uh, I, I was like oh, they're not gonna spoil anything like I, I figured that they would like talk about the show but I didn't think that they were gonna explicitly spoil something and then got spoiled for uh, yeah for for one thing that's like I mean, not even a big deal right and I mean yeah they it's just kind of like a rewatch yeah kind of a format over there I'm glad you listened to that too because they. Those the early episodes of their podcast are pretty short, like thirty yeah. some minutes, and I think they're usually like forty, fifty minutes. So like they're pretty easy listens. I I like that show. Uh, yeah. If if you've, uh, I guess we can plug the It's Always Sunny guys. If you like that show, go yeah. listen to their podcast. It's really good. Uh, how how did you think about their reaction and explanation to the? I think I I like the way that they I they, did too. They said it because they were like. They pretty much were like, yeah, we were bad at writing satire. And <laughs> yeah, I really, I really like how they explain how, how smart you have to be with your satire. Yeah. Because you can't, you, you can't just, just like the dumb jock being yeah. racist just because he can be that I don't, that doesn't equal comedy to me. Yeah. Like I, they, they said something really, really good. That was like, oh, I, I just had it in my head. Like I just had the exact words. Was it when they're talking about like ignorance and and how to like you you need to you need to be able to uh, portray ignorance and how ignorant these these characters are on screen while being able to also maintain the line between you as a writer and creator yes. and your character. Like yeah. they're they're writing for these for these characters to be just these horrible scummy people and uh you got to be careful to make sure your audience doesn't 
think that you yeah, are like, a horrible, yeah. person. Th- don't mistake you for also being that way just because you're writing it that way. Which I I totally... And, and that's what people don't understand. I totally thought, like, after I listened to that part, or before I'd even listened, you know, I was kind of thinking about it, and, like, I really didn't, like, after I'd heard that, watched that first episode, I was like, are these guys, like... Yeah, like, okay. you, you <laughs> watch a show like that, or or any time and you, you see something where an actor has to do something horrific or say something yeah. horrific, and you think, okay, uh, so someone had to write that, you know, like, yeah. Quentin Tarantino gets kind of the shit into the stick a lot for a lot of the dialogue he writes in his movies, because it's, yeah. it's heavy with slurs, and then, you know, we could talk about that for a whole episode, and, you know... But it, it's it's there's so many pieces to the puzzle that you have to take into account, and uh, I, I I don't necessarily think that that means you have to methodically plan out any sort of comedic content because yeah. I I don't think you need to be you need to be careful, but you don't it, it's not it's not one of those things where it's like I'm not when I say you need to be careful I'm not be like you need to be careful what you say you know you'll get canceled you just need to be careful knowing your boundaries and what you yeah. There, there are tons of subjects that I know that I don't have the authority to to talk about, let alone joke about. So yeah. I wouldn't talk or joke about it. I'll, I, there, there would be people who would disagree with that. There, you know, there's people think that you could joke about everything, and I, it, it's like, uh, I always go back to the example of um, after nine eleven, when the, oh, yeah, the yeah. first episode of Saturday Night Live that that came back after that, like it was. It was a kind of one of the, a somber thing because there was like a whole wave over the nation of like can, when when are we allowed to laugh again as a nation yeah. like when are we allowed to start to enjoy things again I was too young to you know yeah realize any of that or have any of those feelings uh, you know yeah but uh, from documentaries and stuff I've seen you know there was a a huge wave of you know what to do now kind of mentality yeah and uh, they 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 pull it off really well on SNL they had bunch of first responders and the mayor <clears throat> at the time was there like during the cold open and like Lauren Michaels comes out the creator of the show and it's it's kind of a somber moment and you know Lauren looks at the mayor and is like so are we allowed to be funny now and there's a you know a little bit of laughter in the audience and the mayor's like why start now huge huge applause you know everyone's laughing it's just one of those like that is a good moment in comedy to me because that's yeah. that's 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 a shows you how big comedy can like lift you up but that also shows that like they weren't directly joking about 9-11 right but if you want to be technical it's making light of a somber situation brought upon by such a horrible disaster so it's one of those things where it's like yes things can be joked about but there you 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 couldn't come back after your first episode and make blatant jokes about 9-11 yeah that's not funny but you can you can make a backhanded joke about can we be funny now? Oh, well, you've never been funny, you know, this whole <laughs> yeah. time. So, you know, sure, go for it. Try. So it, it's little things like that that you got to be careful about. You know what yeah. I mean? That That's the methodical planning that I'm talking about. Yeah, and I think it's also like everything can be joked about, but it also really, really depends on the person telling the joke. Yeah, I'll, let's 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 really get into the weeds and talk about dave chappelle oh i knew it was coming yeah because i i've seen and i'll be honest i 
I, I, I won't try to talk about this like a whole lot like I know what I'm talking about because I've not read up enough about it to even have an argument, I don't think. Yeah. My understanding is he tells a transphobic joke or or a joke about yeah. trans people. Yeah. And uh, there was backlash towards that, but I've also seen trans comics have his back about it. I've And the whole thing with like Netflix not the budging about you know like axing his specials and stuff that that's a whole other issue i guess but i i know i don't know what the joke is was that released is it um i i can't remember I what mean, the I've, joke is I, i've seen like i've seen the clip before but i can't remember the joke mainly because i just i don't know it's hard because i feel like dave Ch- Chappelle as a comedian has really shifted into like i'm funny because i'm offensive yeah and I, I don't think, I don't think that's the formula. Yeah, I, I really think that's that's where people are messing up. So like, I, I think Dave Chappelle's like, oh, I, mean, I don't, I think everybody thinks this. Like his old, older stuff is. I mean, he's very, one of the, yeah, he's funny. one of the biggest, like, you know, and and that and that's a, a, you look at Chappelle's show, yeah, that you can use a bunch of episodes of that, you know, being examples of like how far you can truly push satire and and yeah. you know he pushed boundaries with a lot of that comedy and, and a lot of it was controversial then and offensive then yeah. to a lot of people and i mean it still can be to to this day as well but it's it's one of those things i feel like he, it was smarter he was yeah. more methodical with it back then now i feel like he's part of this really stupid weird rush of c- comedians who feel like uh they're being attacked or they're part of this like special one percent because they're not afraid to just be assholes yeah. about people like him I, like it's sad because now i put like him and ricky gervais in the same category <laughs> yeah ricky gervais he he was one of those comedians for a while that i was like i think this guy gets it i think he's trying to call out the right kind of stuff but anytime there's headlines about offensive or controversial jokes he always says or does something i'm just like i don't know man you're making me really yeah, because I, I I feel like he is a smart, methodical comedian with with the way that he tackles he that that really good show. Um, I call it a really good show. I won't even be able to remember the name of it, but it's uh it's like this really like dark dramedy comedy yeah. kind of thing. Uh, I've seen clips in a, a maybe a handful of episodes I've tried to watch. Uh, where he plays a really good character who's just a really sad. He it feels like he's playing himself almost. Yeah. But he he tackles a lot of dark stuff, uh, death and and loss and stuff in a very comedic way in that, and it's it's done very smart. But yeah, I don't know. There's certain topics that are always. I'd I'd seen um, clips from. I don't know if it's like his most recent special or whatever, but like, I mean, every joke was just isn't it yeah people get offended isn't that funny uh people get offended when i say this says something offensive yeah like makes a he made like i think he it was like five like trans jokes in a row and i was like oh not funny and then there's the arguments of like well stop being such a wuss like just take a learn to take a joke and yeah i I get it as (laughs) yeah that's what i'm saying when when i was younger i'm sure i used the excuse use the excuse uh, learn to take a joke you know like yeah as i've matured i I, that's i've learned that that's such a childish answer and that's not even a you know 
yeah you you could say the worst possible thing and to someone that you've ever thought of to say and uh just because you say learn to take a joke doesn't make it okay well i hate it because every single comedian that i've ever heard that is not like a trans person mate that makes a trans joke it's all the same joke it's not yeah yeah it's never a different joke it's always like and they want like to the, be something different yeah how how odd and you know like and then they always act like they're the, the only one to yeah. ever come up with it they don't feel comfortable in their bodies isn't that hilarious yeah ho, 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 ho. It, you know and, and it's just like going back to using that excuse i think it's such a easy concept to understand um if it doesn't need to be said just don't say it if 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 you if you can't make people laugh another way then you're probably just not funny yeah and then there would be the people that would argue oh well then you just don't know comedy and there's there's such a outpouring of podcasters who are i notice it on on tiktok weirdly enough yeah. like a lot of these young guys who are just being kind of assholey you know yeah. what i mean and then like pa passing it off as a, a comedy podcast and so, some of them some of them hit the mark with what they're trying to do i think yeah some of them play into right what they're trying to which let's be honest a majority of them probably aren't even trying to to be satirical over that type of yeah content a lot of it's probably just that type of content so that makes sense now i guess i kind of want myself through that one <laughs> yeah well I don't because like so many comedians like have a pod like if have you listened to inside inside the the Bo Burnham thing yeah here's here's a controversial comedy opinion don't like it <clears throat> don't like Bo Burnham I've never really been a big fan of Bo Burnham that's fine no, I need I, to I'm, I want to watch inside just because uh, I like the idea behind it and it looks really cool I, and there's some Bo Burnham things I like but I, I just I, I, I remember when he was big and when he was around a lot and I I just never got around to watch him. It's not that I don't think he's funny. I just never got around to checking him out. I think it's like, I, I'm not like, I, I'm not a huge fan of Bo Burnham and I haven't even, I've not watched all of Inside, but like, I think he is just such a good example of what like, especially, I mean, not necessarily stand up, but just like what a comedian should be and that he is like trying to do something different and like make his own kind of art form. Yeah. And he's pushing the limits on that in a different way. That's not, oh, I made an offensive joke. But he made like in the they were he released the out like some of the outtakes and like the bonus content from inside and like one of the songs is just um, making fun of uh, male comedians that uh, have a podcast and are like you can't make fun of anything like mm. comedy just doesn't exist anymore like yeah it's it, it's those arguments of uh, oh you you could never make blazing saddles today yeah uh, you could. Uh, you, you would have to rewrite it to fit whatever you're trying to call out today yeah. because it, it, it touched upon a lot of like racial prejudice and, and, you know, a lot of stuff And it. That movie is very, you know, tough to watch today. It's, it's, it has a lot of very controversial things in it, but it was something that was satirical for the time mm -hmm. and, just because it was way more racist because it's an older movie just goes to show you just probably how much more racist America was back then yeah. for that to be okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could still make Blazing Saddles today. You would just have to 
format it for today. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that's people have to understand that comedy comedy that's why they say, Oh, that didn't age well. Or yeah. you know, because it can age or or it can age with you or it doesn't age. Well, how, how do I, how, how am I going to word that? I'm confusing myself because it, it, it was the same thing. Like I was talking earlier with star Wars, like yeah. you, you grow older, but the, the franchise kind of doesn't yeah. like it's, it's for a new generation of kids. So like you, you can age and think that something has aged badly, yeah. but it's only because it hasn't aged at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people, I don't think, understand that yeah and i feel like um i do get a little upset with like i have to be careful the way i say this because it comes i feel like it comes out the way that i like don't mean it Mm -hmm. but like it is i i I am one of the people i do think it is unfair to judge something like that on today's values it's okay to be like yeah that's to say that that's wrong but still be able to appreciate it through the lens of you know whenever it was made yeah as and long as you, but you have to get why it's no yeah, longer like you, okay. You, you have to know what it was trying to do then. Yeah. And you have to know like why it, 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 it's a good thing that you wouldn't be able to make a movie like Blazing Saddles yeah. today. But it's it, it sucks on the, on the flip side because I, I watched episode three of Obi-Wan today. I got caught up on it. And uh, one of these, one of the main villains, uh, Rava, uh, is a young African American woman, and I, I've not seen any of the the social media hate, but apparently, people have just been yeah. Aren't they upset because she has like a Baltimore accent or something? That's I mean, what they say. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're upset because she's black. Yeah, uh, and I I think I, I saw a tweet from Disney Disney Plus or Star maybe even the actual Star Wars Twitter. Uh, tweeted a picture of her and was like um we we welcome moses ingram to the star wars family uh and any any negative you know comments you know blah 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 pretty much just you know condemning any negative comments you know ewan mcgregor came out and said if you you know if you are saying anything negative uh, you're not a star wars fan to me like plain and simple yeah i think it's it's so absolutely shitty that a company like Disney or any company at all would have to come, come out as that. they release a show and be like, uh, remember, don't be racist to our black actors and our uh, non-white actors. What the hell? Like, I, cause I, I've caught up on Obi-Wan too. Like, I, wh- like, why are people upset? Like, what? Of anything to be upset about, why... Oh, I, I, I don't want to spoil anything about Obi-Wan, but I, I, well, no, they've, they've posted about it on social media already. Why, why can't a bunch of grown men and women and, and aliens catch a little girl that's, that's barely running <laughs> yeah. away? Oh my We're not going to be mad hilarious. about something about like that. Like, that's what we should be mad about. But that's racist. People suck. Like, is there a reason other than, I mean, like any reason is just racism, but like, why... Do they give like a reason as to why they're upset? No, I, I don't. I don't think so. Because the people, the people I'm about to point out, don't have a point, but it looks like they have a point. Where like you know, like a historical movie will come out, and then people will be like, oh, you know, he's like the wrong race for that time mm-hmm. period. It looks like they have a point, but they don't. But at least it looks like they have a point. I don't understand why having an African American. 
well, in well, Star Wars well, is. <laughs> here, here's the thing. It's like it is perfectly okay to be like, oh, uh, you cast a white person for an Asian role. Yeah, that's that's probably not the best move. Yeah. Versus, oh, you cast a black person for a role that any 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 person yeah. could play. Well, why didn't you put a white person there? Like, white people are in everything. Like, yeah. what, the, what 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 is what does it truly affect someone's life? I it, I don't. People are just wired wrong, man. It's 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 the same thing in the and I mean this is like we're off of movies at this point, but like in the NFL, like um the the Rooney family who they own the Steelers, they um instituted a rule and they and it's now like a, a league wide rule where mm-hmm. any head coach like and I think it's any coaching position hire, you have to interview at least um a certain number of um minority mm-hmm. um people for for that role and then people get super upset and people people are so racist because the Steelers have a black head coach it's so like it's not funny but like I can't help but laugh at people who like blame anything the man does wrong it's like they immediately like jump all over him and it's like I know this is just because it's so thinly veiled like it, it blows my mind because he is literally one of the best coaches ever like he has 18 seasons without I think yeah I think 18 without a losing record if he gets one more he's gonna have the most seasons to start without a head coach to start without a losing record Jeez. in history Jeez. and people like anytime but he's black pretty much go to hell and then they, they, they like try to like claim like reverse racism like you know it, they only hired him because he people sound like babies when they use that that card, the reverse racism card like that. And it sucks I, because like I can't even like bring myself to say what they say because it's so dumb. Yeah, I I, I don't really plan to repeat anything like that. Because, I mean, it's just so... Even... I, I was scrolling through some of the It's Always Sunny episodes. They some use some choice words in some of their episode titles that they've redacted in the titles for the the podcast. And I, yeah. I mean, that's, that's commendable. I, people... Um, I, I watched Survivor. Mm-hmm. I really like Survivor. And for twenty, for forty seasons, twenty years, forty seasons, uh, before a challenge, any any sort of challenge, mm-hmm. Jeff Probst, the host, would yell, "Come on in, guys!" And they would come in. He would explain the challenge. Blah blah blah. Uh, in season forty one, uh, he says it once, and he has a conversation with the contestants and says, "Uh, okay, y'all." Uh, for for forty seasons, you, you've heard me say "Come on in, guys!" Like it's it's a, it's a, a a super big quote from the show. Like people yeah. make shirts, stickers, like "Come on in, guys!" It's a thing. He is very he's courteous in asking the the contestants if using the phrase "Come on in, guys," using the word "guys" yeah. w- is okay if everyone was comfortable with it. Everyone's cool. Couple days pass. They go to the next one, and um, a guy raises his uh, hand to say something, and says, "You know, I, I thought about it for a little bit, and I, I really don't. I, why should we use guys?" And Jeff is like, "Okay, cool. I'm just going to say, come on in." So for the rest of the season, he says, "Come on in." For the entirety of season 42, he says, "Come on in." Yeah. And a lot of people were pissed. <laughs> and I'll be very, I'll be very candid with everyone. I was a little mad too at first, only because. If I ever 
I'll never be able to hear come on in guys if I'm ever on Survivor. But am I really going to be mad that uh, if I'm ever on Survivor, is that really going to be like, damn, I'm on the show. I, I'm about yeah. to win a million dollars, but he's not cool to say come on in, guys. Like, <laughs> get over yourself. Yeah. So, like, that that was a quick, like, oh, but, uh, you know, like, yeah, like what does it matter well, kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think it's okay to sometimes, like, have something like that happen and be like, oh, why? But then you go, oh, well, you know. And, and that's the thing, too. It's, it's, it's you got to be mature about this, people. It's a, one of those things where it's like, Oh yeah, I might think, why would you do that? But it's like uh, it doesn't affect me because yeah. it doesn't it doesn't affect me. Yeah. But the people that it does affect, it you know, like I, what should it matter to me if it doesn't affect yeah. me either way? Exactly, and that's the whole point. Because it's like he's asking, and then most people are like, yeah, this doesn't affect me. So like, yeah, go ahead and say it. But then one person was like, you know what? I would rather exactly I would rather not. It still doesn't affect you because you don't prefer either way. If and then people I'm, get upset as soon it, as. It you you have to be in you have to put yourself in the person's shoes yeah and and understand that when you're trying to to do things uh, and I know some of the most of those examples weren't necessarily about comedy but you can use things you learn from watching yeah. things like that to be like okay well if if I say I, I wrote a joke back in 2015 for yeah. for a movie that I'm working on now in 2022 and I want to use this joke but like. If I cut this whole section out of this joke, or if I cut this word or this word or add in this word, and it's still a joke, and I've taken out some words that I probably shouldn't have even been using in the first place, it's like you have to grow with your work. You yeah. have to mature with it to uh to to understand that. And I uh I, I just wrote and I told Will that I was gonna have to make some sort of like declarative statement because I really was nervous that I just put my foot in my mouth because yeah. like I, I I feel like I stumble over my words a lot in any of the episodes anyway uh just because I, I get talking so fast and i just stumble over myself but uh when when they're talking on that podcast about like portraying ignorance yeah. i like a lot of comedy that portrays ignorance because yes. uh it's it's cringy sometimes and like a lot of the office has that like uh it, it plays on, on a lot of ignorance from those characters yeah. and uh they say like diversity day you probably couldn't film today i've i've heard that thrown out there a couple times but it's you know as you're watching michael scott be ignorant and say something racist that steve carell as an actor and the 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 writing crew for the office as people aren't uh racist you know uh so it brings it brings more of a um a look into the the people who really are ignorantly yeah. racist and and it makes you cringe and uncomfortable because it should yeah and uh, uh they, yeah they when when they're talking about being like clear and concise when you portray your ignorance i was like that's uh, i i think that's very uh yeah that's a very good way to put it and i think we've talked we've talked about like a lot of like modern like more modern kind of like lines that have, that we've seen kind of come up, but I think it's also important to like note that like just because there's a line in this section like about race does not mean that the line is at the same spot like in another For, section of yeah, comedy. Absolutely, because like I'm a person who really I, I like dark dark comedy. Like mm -hmm. I don't know why I was just I'm just wired this way, but like if somebody like. Again, it depends on the person because you can also tell a funny, like, racist joke. Like, 
they exist. Yeah. But the person has to be right that's telling it. Mm-hmm. There has to be a certain level of, I think there's a couple things like awareness. Mm-hmm. And then there's got to be, you can't be punching down. I think that's a, that's one of the biggest rules yeah. of comedy is yeah. never punch down. But like knowing just like, and it takes experience, just knowing where the line is. Do you like uh, Bill Burr? Yeah, I like him in The Mandalorian. Have you ever? Do you like it to stand up? I've listened to it a few times. I always thought he was one of those comedians that w- was one of the you can't be funny about things anymore. No, he's, he's not. He's not. He's that one of the I, that that like. that makes me like sigh with relief because I that's what I get for judging a book by its cover. I guess, but there, there's he just came across as like an aggressive like I want to joke about gay people kind of no, thing. No, no. Okay, good, good. He, I, I hope I'm not like absolutely putting my foot in my butt i'm pretty sure I've, I've seen multiple clips of him being like yeah you just can't joke about some things it's, it's all right make a make a funny joke like that's pretty much what he says like make i'm a funny so joke yeah and it's okay i'm so glad that I'm, that makes me very happy yeah because he's got one of his jokes that I, I really think is funny and i definitely know that not everybody would like it is a joke um that he makes about um domestic abuse mm. but he makes like I'm not going to say he makes like a point because of a joke, but he, he kind of does. Cause it was kind of like, uh, it was like the Rihanna and like Chris Brown situation. Yeah. And he was like the, the essence of the joke, like if, cause every joke kind of has like, sorry, I'm like spinning. No. Yeah. I'm circles. telling you, it happens to me all the time trying to talk about stuff like this. Let me restart so I can actually like say what I want to say. So the joke is about domestic abuse. And I think for a lot of, especially dark comedy, the key is to, have like that grain of truth that you're trying to to tell the audience like mask mask it with humor yeah there's something about this that is off and like is something that needs to be looked at but the um but the joke was pretty much boils down to like the people the men who beat women are obviously awful people there's no questions asked about that like they're obviously awful people but it was kind of like, and it's pretty topical with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard mm-hmm. situation, where it's like, does nobody ever really asks how it got to that point? Like the verbal yeah. abuse that led to the physical abuse. You know, the physical abuse was never okay, but the verbal abuse was never okay. Also, yeah. so you know, it, and it's, it's one of my favorite jokes of his because I, I do think that like there was a good point to be made, and I just thought it was, you know, it was well timed. Yeah. It was pretty, really funny. Yeah, and that's it, comedy can be one of those tools to like to easily dissect what's wrong with systems or what's wrong yeah. with people or, you know, uh, just through humor. Yeah. Uh, it's what a lot of stand up is. It's what a lot of comedy is in general. And I, I mean, that's, that's why you, you should know how to do it right before yeah. you, you do it. So you don't, you don't. And, and a lot of, I hate that there's so many people out there that are so that it pisses them off so bad that like, there are people out there that don't want to hurt other people's feelings. Yeah. Like, oh, don't don't even try to say that because uh, you'll hurt someone's feelings. You know how much of an idiot you sound like? Yeah. You don't want to be, be a nice yeah. person? You don't, yeah, that's what I'm You don't want to be a nice person? You, you don't... Anyone in this world will tell you that they, you know... Parents taught them to be a nice person, blah, blah, blah. But no one is listening to their parents. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do want to make it clear because I, I, I domestic violence is not okay. Like, I, I feel... Well, but see, I, hope, I, I think... 
I, I think our audience knows that we don't think that that's okay. Yeah. So I think talking about, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I just, that's, that's one of those things where it's, that's why it's so confusing. Cause it's like, is that something that you address? Like, oh yeah, just to, just yeah. to reiterate, or is it, you know, it, I, I don't know. It's tough because it's like, very tough. But not in a bad way. It's it's not tough because it's like, oh, we're trying to tiptoe yeah, to not get canceled. It's tough because... It's good to think about it. It's, yeah, it's it's thought-provoking. And, 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 I, and I think a good healthy. dark joke makes you feel a little conflicted inside. Yeah. It's supposed to make you squirm. It's yeah. supposed to make you think about, oh, it's like, oh, uh, take a situation, for example, where it's like, say there was a, a starving, hungry grizzly bear behind this wall. Yeah. And, uh, or say there was, it was a cage and uh the cage just came open and uh there was a in case of bear uh, in case the bear gets out you know break this glass you break the glass and there's nothing in there you're like huh isn't that funny yeah (coughs) that's that's what like dark humor is supposed to do it's hmm so someone in america can work for 30 years of their life and uh you know work their ass off and get real sick because of their work and then have to rack up hospital bills that they can't pay for because they can't get a health care from the government that they put so much work and effort into. Ain't that funny? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not funny, but like, huh? ain't that funny that works that way? Ain't that funny to think about? Yeah. That That's, that's, that's how I always, and then try to explain it. But then there's like even like an even further line, like on like, death and like killing i feel like the line is like there's almost not a line on that yeah like um i think dan cummins he has a lot of i he just has a lot of dark comedy like that mm-hmm. where like it just goes and goes yeah. and goes and that, i don't think that, that there's ever really a line it's always pretty funny he's i think he's a really good comedian i don't, I don't think he's super popular but yeah i uh i used to listen to dan cummins a lot on pandora radio oh the yeah, dan yeah, cummins yeah. radio station that's when I, I listen to a lot of stand-up on pandora and uh I could probably say that there were a bunch of stand-up uh, bits that I had in my light section on Pandora that probably wouldn't age well, or probably yeah. wasn't even funny to begin with. I don't. Li- I didn't listen to like racist comedy or anything like yeah. that, but it was just stuff that would probably just be unfunny cringe yeah. instead of like unhuman, inhumane cringe. Yeah. But I, I feel like my sense of humor has matured a little, a Absolutely. little bit better. Did you have any, um, without a paddle, kind of the only thing that you can bring them on? I had a, have you ever seen Shaun of the Dead? Mm. That That's up there for me. That's uh, one of my favorite comedies. School of Rock is one of my favorite movies in general. Yeah. But it's, it's I'd consider it a comedy. It's yeah. funny all the way through. I don't know. I, Napoleon Dynamite's oh, one of my favorites. that's a great one too. Yeah. Uh, I forget. That's like, there's not, there's not like, that's aged super well too. Hasn't yeah. Like that, not, that's probably aged like a fine wine. Yeah. I feel like that con- that type of humor and comedy is more relevant today than it was back then. Well, that song at the beginning, We're Gonna uh, Be Friends. Oh, well, no, that one too. Uh, Dury did a cover of that one if you uh, want to listen to that. But um, <laughs> what is it? Love, it is a river. Oh, yeah. yeah that one, I can't, I can't ever I forgot, hear that song. I, yeah, like I, that like, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, I, I was thinking in, I was looking into like the era of the frat pack, like the Vince Vaughn and Wilson, Will Smith era or Will Smith, Will Ferrell era of like yeah. comedies. Uh, 
I like Will Ferrell. I like a lot of his movies. He's he plays a lot of like the same type of characters. Yeah. I think his best movie is probably The Other Guys with Mark Wahlberg. Don't think I've not seen a lot of Will Ferrell. Yeah, I mean, fan honestly. See, Jordan isn't either. I think you all share a lot of the same like feelings about comedy. I don't think so because I do like I like you like Jim Carrey. I love Jim Carrey. See, she hates Jim Carrey for some reason. I like Jim Carrey a lot. Uh, She doesn't like his brand of comedy. She says all he does is do his face weird. I said, yeah, that's his gimmick. Yeah, no one else could do it. That's why he became so famous for it. Loved. He's my. He's one of my favorite. I like Jim Carrey a lot. Um, But the other guys is funny. They play like two two cops and Mark Wahlberg is of, is of course like the the muscle but yeah. he's kind of like a disgraced cop a little bit and uh Will Ferrell's like the the desk man he's the <laughs> office cop yeah you can I'm sure think of how they interact and how that yeah uh super bad I like super bad it's uh it's one of those comedies too where I feel like some of the jokes are just like did it have to be in the movie like yeah. I don't like comedies where it just feels like joke after joke after joke. There has to be some sort of story to it or like, yeah, I am. I don't like, I don't like it when it's set up. I don't want to watch five skits in a row that just happen to be interconnected. I, I could literally never, I, I know we're, we're two people who would love to make, like we like to make movies. If we want to, I could never make a comedy. I'd like to try my hand at a comedy, but it, it would have to be, it'd have to be like my own style yeah. of like, Cause I I've seen like editors who like talk about like editing comedies and it's like yeah you got to make sure that like there's a joke every three point five I think it was like three point five seconds and like how how many times the camera has to cut and I was like I would not that's insane that because then it just feels so fake absolutely speaking of feeling fake have you ever seen the movie Wet Hot American Summer Mm-mm. it is a little cult classic comedy give it a watch. Okay. I, I I'd like to watch it with you see see how you feel cuz it's it's one of these like irreverent like weirdo comedies man. It is I'd probably like it. it is weird. I crack up every time I watch it. It is absolutely hilarious. If like if your for you page on TikTok is like one of these weird like how how can anyone think this is funny but you're like laughing your ass yeah. off at 2 a.m. at it then you would love What Hot American Summer. It's very funny. Um I think I think we've had I think we conversed about this on the first episode. But what do you think about Adam Sandler? I like Adam Sandler. So do I. I uh, I think he's very funny. I like Happy Gilmore. I think is his yeah best one. I, I, uh, Billy Madison's good. I do think that he got into like that like making like the same movie kind of. But I Adam also Sandler's think that cool he because like, he's, he just wanted to do. What he's he in to do. on his own joke. Yeah, that's why he's a cool comedian to me because he. He said that if he didn't get nominated for an Oscar for Uncut Gems, then he would try his best to make the worst possible movie he could ever make. Yeah. Like he, he's quoted as saying that. So like he's in on the joke of like there's a sect of people that are like, oh yeah, there's a bunch of Adam bad Adam Sandler movies. And I mean, there is, but yeah. For the most part, a lot of his are pretty good. Yeah. Like I love Fifty First Dates. That's one, probably one of my favorite romantic comedies. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one. That one's really it. It's 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 one of the many Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore rom coms, but it's the best one for sure. Yeah, you know what is my favorite rom com? I give you a guess. Warm Bodies. (laughs) Does that have Does that have Nicholas Holden? Yeah. Everyone tells me I look like Nicholas Holt. I've uh, that's the only celebrity I've ever been compared to. I could kind of see it. I sound off in the comments and tell me who I look like because. 
my we my the I have a friend group that like ha- has this conversation all the time of like oh, who who would I be if I was in this universe or like what celebrity do I look like and I I don't think there's one out there that I look you look like. like the lead singer of Dirty you really do or well I guess he looks like you because he's younger than you or that you're probably the same age actually that is fair now that I think about it I remember you showed me a like a whenever you had your longer hair yeah you you both look pretty much the same yeah maybe that's it then because. I think my phone's yeah, it's got two percent, but I, I'm gonna pull him up again because he you look very similar. How do you feel about um? I mean, I I think we've we've pretty much oh, there's like a, yeah, I can kind of see if I had some tats, had some tattoos on my arm. Yeah, wherever you had your your longer hair. Yeah, I, sure. I can see that a little bit. Well, there, that's the first one because I I used to think that I was just one of those unlucky souls that didn't have a doppelganger in the world. I am hopefully. I, I used to like really fight back on on the fact that people said that I looked like Nicholas Holt, and then like I like Nick Holt, he's cool. I, I looked at like a picture whenever I lo- like was at like the bottom of when I lost weight, and my face was super skinny. Mm. I was like, yeah, I look like Nicholas Holt. <laughs> it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I was like, he's hmm. cool. I, I like Warm Bodies. That was a decent little movie. The Great's a good show. The what? that's a good comedy. Uh, it's called The Great. It's a comedy. Oh, is it like a Catherine royal? Yeah. yeah, it's fun. I'd like to watch more stuff like that. Like I think there's period pieces set like in that particular era. Yeah. Um Monty Python. Monty Python. That's what I was about to ask. How do you feel about those guys? I I I hate that uh John Cleese is one of those uh Oh yeah, he is, isn't he? You you can't joke about anything anymore without fear of being cancelled. Yeah, well, you're also uh, like seventy something. Yeah, get it together, bud. Yeah, which that's Monty Python is another. Monty Python's another group too that no, not afraid to stray too close to the controversy line. Like well, Life of Brian. Yeah. D- d- uh, gr- <laughs> growing up as like in a religious household, like yeah, I still feel weird watching that. Yeah, movie. yeah, I felt um. Really weird watching the Holy Grail the first time I watched it. I was like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be watching this. I was shown the Holy Grail in elementary school at St. Charles by my English teacher. <laughs> she skipped through the part where uh, they're going to fix the one night with oral sex, and I, That's I the she, she, part. she was like, there is one part I'm gonna have to skip through. She skipped through that. The re- the the uh, whole movie that I saw without that part, I loved. I thought it was hilarious. When I got older, I rewatched it and I forgot that she skipped yeah. through a part. And I was like, I don't recall this. And I was like, oh my gosh. No no wonder, like, because I, I, I want to say I remember my dad telling my dad that that's what we were watching and him kind of being like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, because I, I remember telling him that my teacher had to fast forward through a part and he was like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Surely it was something else. Yeah, you're in uh, <laughs> fifth, sixth grade song. <laughs> But yeah, that I love the Holy Grail. That's yeah, I, I think that's one of the funniest parts. Yeah, that terrible, that, terrible peril. <laughs> my my favorite bits of comedy are all those weird, irreverent, like when when they're running up on the yeah. castle and it keeps cutting back <laughs> to him running through the field, <laughs> yeah. but it's the same shot and he's not getting any closer, and it just keeps cutting to them like looking, and they're all that you know, it's yeah. just such an active <laughs> shot of them like looking, but this. Keeps coming back to the same shot. And then she's just right up on him. 
That shit is so funny. I love comedy like that. And then I like like whenever they're like the army shows up and they're like, well, it's just the end of the movie. And the yeah. police are just like, shut it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shut it down. Shut it down. But um, have you have you seen any of like the their show? Like, I mean, they have. Yeah, the uh, the, the show the show and Holy Grail, I think, is the, some of the funniest. I, I used to listen to a lot of the um, their bits and live bits and stuff on the, um, Spotify because they used yeah. to put them out on like records and stuff like that. I guess, yeah. and uh, it's just like recorded skits, almost like podcast skits. Yeah, of like the dead parrot and <sighs> and the the four Yorkshiremen. You heard? Have you seen the one with the like the lumberjack? I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. I listened to that on my break at work the other day because <laughs> it, it popped in my mind and I was like, that used to crack me up. He's a lumberjack and it's okay. That, now, that's an interesting one to talk about with our theme today because yeah. Yeah, that's kind like, of transphobic a little bit. A little, yeah. Well, but, but, I, but because it's like, I guess the whole joke is, oh, he's a lumberjack. It's such a manly thing. But as he progresses through the song, you learn that, or he's like revealing that on the weekends, he he likes to put on women's clothing and hang around at bars. And and the people that are singing backup are like just disgusted with him. Yeah. That's kind of, I'm making that realization like currently right now. Because I used to think that was so funny as like a, oh, it's funny because like, he he's revealing it to them in song, and they're just like, "What? Like, come on!" But now that I'm th- they are like disgusted with him. Yeah, he, the girlfriend that he has on his hip starts to cry in some of the skits. Like she weeps. He talks about like pressing wildflowers, and like it, every time he says something that's more and more quote unquote girly. Yeah, the the backup singers, the background singers, get more and more like, "Huh? What? What?" Is there something about that that we're not getting, or that I'm not getting? I won't put you, but I, like, I, 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 mean, I guess now that John Cleese, I mean, uh, yeah, now that John Cleese is the way that he is, it, was that just a transphobic skit, yeah. or is it playing on the the whole idea of like these other uh, lumberjacks and like these other um, they they're dressed up like Canadian Mounties or like Dudley yeah. Do Right or something like it's it's on the outside looking in a very like manly profession or whatever, is it playing on the fact that they're so disgusted because they are like, Oh, someone like that could never want to, you know, wear a dress or pick flowers or something like that. Are we missing the point or was there not a point, a good point to begin with? See, like, and that's, I think that's another difficult thing with comedy is like, that's what I had always took that joke and I've only seen it a couple of times, so I haven't thought about it much. But I, I had always kind of taken that joke in that, like, the 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 funny thing was that they were disgusted. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. ha, you can't, and it's probably my own worldview, like, you, you can't see a man or, you know, see someone who may present, you know, masculine during their work not want to be that yeah. way outside. And, like, yeah. they're disgusted. And I thought that that was funny. Yeah. And I thought that that was the point. Maybe that is the point, then. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's a perfect way to kind of round out this episode by asking the perfect kind of question and having the perfect kind of discussion on the topic at hand. Yeah. Like, uh, that I'm glad that we're, we're able to show that you can have these conversations without having to revert to be careful with what you try to joke about because that's, that's not the way, that's not how the world of comedy is right now. Uh, no matter what people may say. 
But I, th- I think it's also interesting that like with that joke, just how I took it that way, somebody else definitely exactly. took it like, it's all, ha they're making fun of him. Because- that's something that we failed to mention. And I, I feel like it's the most common thing with what well, you would think it would be the most common sense thing about comedy is yeah. it's all subjective. Yeah. Uh, n- one joke will not make a f- stadium full of 100,000 people all laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd be hard pressed to find a joke to make. And the comics that are able to do that are really good, really comics. good comics. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Smart ones and methodical ones, I would yeah. think. Some. Some. <laughs> Some draw crowds that are... Uh, yeah, because then you... It also gets into that, like, the co- the comedians that are like, oh, you can't joke about anything. They draw in the people who are like, yeah, you can't yeah, joke you about can't anything. Joke about so anything. why don't you tell me the joke that you can't say, you know? Yeah. And then they say the I joke. I won't cancel you. Yeah. Then, you know, a million people start following them and then they all laugh and then they they think that they're the good guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Comedy is a strange and difficult world, I think, but it's a really exciting one. Yeah. Just because there are definite problems with um, like a lot of comedy doesn't mean that it's bad. It, it, I think it's still like a, it's one of the best art forms yeah, because absolutely. mainly because like we've, you know, said like just comedies aren't our favorite comedy that's worked into dramas and horror and wherever else. That's what's so amazing about it is it can be literally put in any situation mm-hmm. and something can be funny. Absolutely. You can't say that about most other Forms genres. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. It's, it's for sure one of the most malleable yeah. subgenres because it, yeah, it, it can be, you can have a, an aspect of comedy in just about any genre of anything yeah. really. And it always uh, makes things better. I yeah. think. What's your um, like? What's your favorite forms of comedy? Like, you know, like hmm. absurdist, dark, dead. You know, like like those kind of. Deadpan is funny sometimes. Uh, I like certain. I, I like British comedy. Yeah. My favorite comedian currently is probably James Acaster. Don't think he's a he's a British comedian. He has a special on Netflix. It's an older one. Uh, it's called repertoire. He, he, it's a special broken up into like four different specials, Yeah, but they're all kind of interwoven and interconnected. And his last one kind of connects them all. And it's, I, I like comedians who put on a show in so far as they tell stories. I like Mike Birbiglia a lot because the way he, he approaches like a comedy set and a comedy show is he almost does it like a one man play. Like yeah. it's almost he. It's like he is memorized a script. He tells the story that just so happens to have these naturally yeah. flowing comedic, you know, subplots and like comedic things to happen. And it just feels so natural. And uh, on the flip side, James Acaster is just like so fast and witty. And yeah. uh, I think a British accent would make any joke ten times funnier. Uh, I think an American person could say the entire set of repertoire word for word. And it wouldn't be nearly as funny as if James Acaster done it. Another, I think a person, uh, um, a, co- a comedian that really does well at straddling the line, um, to Jimmy Carr. Oh, Jimmy Carr. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like Jimmy Carr a lot. Yeah. I'm is, telling is you, he you one of those people. Who- yeah. Jimmy Carr. He, he can be a little controversial. He's, he, he's very quick, quick-witted with like comebacks and stuff he prides himself on being able to like out heckle the hecklers at his show yeah. like he he kind of like 
wants you to yell something yeah. out at him because that's where he's the best. He he can. Is he one of the people who's like? Um, you can't. I, joke I, I didn't think he was. I thought no. He. I I, I think he's one of these people where he, he's not an asshole comedian like that. He yeah. he he's definitely made probably controversial jokes yeah. in the era of. Oh well. uh Joe Schmo down the street got mad because you couldn't call a trans person a proceeds to say the punchline of whatever Joe yeah. Schmo's joke was like you know what I mean yeah. like that's funny because it's like oh serves like I would be mad too if I couldn't you know you know yeah. you know like <laughs> yeah. something like that he eight out of ten cats does countdown yeah. it's like this weird panel show over there yeah, yeah. and uh, some of the best comedy right there I, I used to watch YouTube. Uh, compilations of it all the yeah. time but I, I really like comedy like that yeah but yeah I think he's um, he's good because he does um, struggle but I, you kind of said something like some just because a comedian makes one bad joke doesn't also necessarily mean that you know it's a learning curve yeah. you know especially if you're starting out I worry that a lot of comedians that are coming up now are learning it the wrong way yeah. and like you know and like I say, comedy is subjective, so I can't even necessarily say that they're seeing comedy the wrong way. But like, I, I worry that it's a, a bit misguided yeah. for some people. But hopefully, it's not. Hopefully, we're we're getting into a good point soon. Fingers crossed. Where um, we 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 learn to joke right, and and we learn to to just uh, make people laugh without being mean. Yeah, uh, I I don't think that's. That's a sissy thing to say. No. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, as a lot of people would probably argue that it is. I don't think so. That, that That's part of the problem. And it's okay. It's okay to push the line, but just think about it. Yeah. Think about what you're, what you're saying. Think about what you're trying to say thematically, uh, what you're trying to say about the situation. Think about what your audience will... Think about how they'll perceive it. Yeah. It, it's, it's a game of chess. You have to play chess... While everybody else plays checkers. Exactly. That's comedy. Comedy. Have you watched anything in the past week? I have. I've watched, uh, fin I've finished the Stranger Things. Um, Probably going to start that tomorrow. I'm telling you, and I, people are going to say that I'm wrong, but the ending to, I think it was episode four, that ending scene may be the most beautifully tense scene I have ever seen of a TV show. I'm excited to watch it. I'm like, no joke. I rewatched it today just because I couldn't get it out of my head because it was so good. And I, and I, we finished the season like sometime last week, you know? Yeah. So like for me to still be thinking about it, that's pretty rare for me. Yeah. Like it must be a good scene. I'm excited to see it. I'm telling you, I, I made a tweet about it today and it, it out of context, you won't get it, but Oh man, they they made a Kate Bush song. It's a, it's a perfect workout song now. Oh yeah, yeah. Gets the I'm blood excited. Going. They uh, it's always good to see a scene like that that you can't get out of your head. Yeah, I feel like Stranger Things has a few good scenes like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to start watching more stuff. I've, I've been kind of lazy, other than with Obi Wan. Yeah, I watched all three episodes like yesterday morning. I'm really liking it so far. Yeah. It's really cool, except for the fact that twigs in the woods are stopping these pursuers but i digress it's still good content yeah. i'm not going to complain it's obi-wan yeah exactly i didn't know that um 
Hayden Christensen. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that he actually was in the suit. Yeah, I really didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's cool because it's like it's been such a whole big deal that he's come back, but it's like yeah. we don't even get to see him. Like yeah. it's it's cool that it's him, and like I love it, but it's I do think that they layered because James Earl Jones is obviously doing the voice. Yeah, but I do think that they layered his voice under it. If you I, I, I would I would I would have to think so because they they gotta have some some part of him in the character other than the physicality. Yeah. Because I, it, there, there was one moment. Can I, can I just say the line? Yeah, okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, I mean, spoilers. If you, I, I think it's been posted everywhere that Darth Vader's in the yeah. in the show. But it's like he was. Um, Obi Wan was like, he's like, what have you become or something? I am what you made me. Yeah, if you listen, you can hear like because it's very like it's prequel Anakin like cadence yeah yeah i am what you made me <laughs> yeah for sure they didn't uh, they, the writing was like the dialogue writing was so iffy for yeah george george lucas so. not too good with dialogue he's very shakespearean with it <laughs> but it, it is kind of fun to watch the dude the i'm telling you each the prequels have their own feel the the main movies have their own feel and the sequel series has its own feel and it's bad <laughs> Yeah, that one's bad, but I love the prequels. I love the main movies. I like Force Awakens. I need to rewatch the other yeah, two. I did like Force Awakens, it was good. It had some potential. Yeah, that's what um, I'm saying. It was good, and so far it was it was the same story. It was setting up for good potential with yeah. new things, and then it just. I guess to wrap up with this, like it's okay to be upset about like Star Wars, but be upset for the right reasons. Yeah, be upset for the right. I I don't care that a girl has the Millennium Falcon because you know why. It's not real. Yeah. Uh, even if it was real, that's okay. That'd be cool. Ray's cool. Yeah. Uh, stop being a baby. Yeah. All you grown ass men, <laughs> please stop ruining the fun for literally everyone. Yeah. Stop ruining the fun for <clears throat> children yeah. and other people who are mature enough to realize that it's Star Wars. Yeah. 